right, y'all. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Nino the Kid, and I'm here with my sis, Kathleen Mateo, and yep. we are Loud in the Theaters. You already know. We back with another installment for season two, baby. And mm-hmm. this one's going to be a doozy. This <laughs> one. <laughs> Is it? Uh, okay. This one's going to be a doozy. So I hope y'all been paying attention to a lot of the new movies that we've been telling y'all that are coming out. I don't and think we've told them anything about anything that's coming out. <laughs> um, we have, we have definitely have let it? them know. Um, yeah, we have let them know about movies that are being uh, on their way out. Or we didn't, you know, CJ. So, yeah, we actually did. No, we didn't. I think uh, that you're thinking of a conversation we had privately. <laughs> or <laughs> maybe that, that too. It was maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> we did not tell the people about upcoming movies. <laughs> well, people, I'm telling you now. <laughs> Too late. Um, <laughs> um, yes, episode four, season two. We're glad that you came back if you've been before. If you haven't, welcome. Welcome to the theater. Please sit, get you some popcorn. Um, be loud. Please yes. talk back to the screen because that's what we do. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um. First things first, we're going to play a game. Wait, I got to do my, do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? I try to sound <laughs> scary. I don't know if it works. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, I helped you out there. I helped you out. I appreciate it. Okay, <laughs> so let's play. Um, oh, I forgot the name of the game. What did I say? Uh, you can only choose one. You can only choose one. Jesus, my memory. I literally just said we're going to play this when we start. <laughs> and as soon as I clicked record, brain was like, eh, never mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, you can only have one. So of these three or four, I'll I'll think of what I'm gonna say four after I start. So we're gonna go Black Panther, mm. Static Shock, Static Shock, Green Lantern, Green Lantern. Um, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. And somebody I really enjoy because, ooh, no. Um, damn it. I can't think of his name. I'm giving five now, but I can't think of his name. Brownie really likes Spawn. There we go. Spawn. Oh, man. Michael Jai White. Took it way back. Wow. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> wow. Let me write them down. So we got Spawn. We got Static Shock. Spawn. We have... Green Lantern. Static we have Black shot. Panther. And who was who's the last person? We can take off Miles Morales. Okay, Miles Morales. So it's about the four black superheroes right now. One is an anti-hero, but we're gonna live with that. That's okay. I just put him on I put Spawn on there just because I remember that Brownie really loved him. Okay. Brownie, Good our mother loved Spawn. <laughs> Good measure. So would I rather? Who would I who would I rather have? Ooh. Like one of one of them has to go of of the uh, how many I gave five four or did I four yeah no Miles Morales we're not putting him right. on the list one of these you got to be like I could live without you being a part of anything like if I never saw your show never heard heard of you I'd be good to go right damn I would I would probably have to say Green Lantern that you got to that quick you ain't even have to break it down or nothing shit I. Let, let's put it this way. Um, Spawn, classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, HBO classic. We know yeah. that's a big for superheroes. That's a 
big plateau to sit on. Mm-hmm. HBO classic Spawn. My dude, uh, John Leguizamo was in that movie. Michael Jai White was in that movie. And they also had the animated series, again, HBO classic. Mm-hmm. Cannot go wrong with that. Who was the other one? Uh, Static Shock, Green Lantern, Black Panther. Black pa- Green Lantern can go. Green Lantern can go. He, he doesn't really have a plateau to stand on other than Justice League. You know? Okay. I didn't really look at I didn't really pay attention to Black Green Lantern till for a while. You know, he was around a while. I didn't even notice him. I always knew how Jordan, uh, one of the original Green Lantern, who was a white dude. Right. That's what I knew, too. I mean, I didn't know his name, but I knew that he was originally white. Um, I'm still so I thought you were going to say Spawn. No, we need Spawn. Spawn is he Spawn is superhero after dark. This is he's what Batman wants to be. This is superheroing after dark. Like, it's really gritty. He doesn't have a mansion to go home to. Yeah. He goes sleep in the alley with the bums. Like, he protect the bums. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's the savior of the people with actually no voice. <laughs> okay, yeah. that, that makes sense. He makes sense to be someone you want to stay around. Right. I really, truly thought, I don't know why, I just thought that you had more... I thought you had more love for Green Lantern, Black Green Lantern, than you did Spawn. That's what I thought. I, I got love for Black Green Lantern because of, um, I think, more of his love interest. I Which think was that's who? Why, um, psh, my man has had uh, the superhero Vixen. He's had Wonder Woman. He's had... Uh, um, oh, so he's the thotty thought thought of the um, superheroes? Is no, he talking about? They're, 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 like a, they're like an exclusive club. So you got to think of them like... I don't know if you've ever seen... I'm going to use this show because my girl's been making me watch this show a lot lately. Have you ever seen Grey's Anatomy? Of course I have. Come on now. Okay. So in this in this show, pretty much all the doctors' relationships are based on... They all live together. They all work together. They all right. study under each other. So their club is basically that this tight-knit circle of their lives. This is where they live. And pretty much in a lot of ways, that's how the Justice League is. They just hang around other superheroes because regular people don't get them. Right. You know, they have relationships outside of, you know, their, with their uh, secret identities or whatnot, but their more personal relationships, their, their, their romantic interests usually come in other superheroes. Unless you're talking Marvel, who, you know, Spider-Man will be in love with Mary Jane. Thor will be in love with uh, a, a news reporter, a regular lady, you know, other than Superman, who's in love with Lois Lane, and she's damn near a superhero herself. Like, <laughs> is she? Lois Lane gets into a lot of shit, and if they, all of these comic books work on parallel universes, and a lot of those parallel universes, she uses that army brat uh, background as reasons to, oh, I can shoot up a place, I can go mm. against the mob, I can run into a military facility. And blah, say blah. Okay. Well, all righty. I don't know if I have a leg to stand on here because I'm not well versed <laughs> enough in any of these. And so I wouldn't even know who to pick. It would be between Spawn and Green Lantern for me. But that's mainly because I just know more about Static Shock and Black Panther. Okay. 
Black Panther is just, we can't take him off this list. He's not going anywhere. And Static Shock was the first black superhero I ever watched on TV. And so he's not going anywhere. Right. And so I I don't know much about the Black Green Lantern. I don't know. I don't feel an affinity for Spawn. Like our mom, our mother, when I tell you, loves fucking Spawn, it does not make sense. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't have that for him. So I don't know. I don't really have yeah. a dog to fight. It with. was the it was the voice in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember who plays who who voiced the 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 cartoon. I but it's a very famous you. voice. It's a very famous voice that's been around for a long time. It's the guy who's in, you ever seen Dead Presidents? Mm-hmm. A long you know, time ago. I don't remember the details of that movie though. Um, I'm gonna find his name before before we end the show, but. Uh, I can't remember his name at the moment, but he was in Dead Presidents. He had the one of the most iconic lines in that movie when they was talking about, you know, the government who, you know, they take old money and they burn it. And mm-hmm. he was like, that's the government for you. Money to boing. Boing. <laughs> that, that's just how he said it. Money to boing. <laughs> 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 I do not remember shit about Black Panther. I mean, Black Panther about um Dead Presidents. Dead Presidents. So he that's the character that actually voice acted um the animated character. And Michael okay. Jai White, of course, played the yes. live action character. And I know she was in love with Michael Jai White. She was in love with oh Michael Jai White. Jesus Christmas. Jesus was she man. ever. Between him and um Lou Diamond Phillips, I don't know who she loved more. Like oh it my was God. Re- it's really ridiculous. <laughs> and Lou Diamond Phillips, to this day, I still think Lou Diamond Phillips is one of those people from the future. Like, <laughs> he's like all races mixed in one person. Like, not. I never what? knew what he was. He can play anybody. He could be an Indian. Then he'll be Richie Valen. Then he could be the light-skinned dude who's in the Black Panthers. He's not quite as righteous as everybody else, but he's black enough to be there. <laughs> you know? I, guess he, I guess he's pretty racially ambiguous. I guess not to me, but I guess that that for the nineties, yeah, I could yeah, see him he's, being he's one of those considered dudes. racially ambiguous. Um, okay, let's move on. I, I'm not gonna give an answer because I don't have one because I just don't. <laughs> This was mainly because I thought it would stump you and it would be hard for you, but you didn't even get it. He was like, yeah, throw that nigga in the garbage. So I was like, oh, I didn't know it would be that easy for you. I thought this would be difficult. But all righty. Moving along. (laughs) Quick question. I I can give you something to watch that'll definitely put you on. But go ahead. Let's go. Quick question. Email it to me. Scan it to me. Scan it to me. Text it to me. Whatever. I got you. Oh, yeah. Quick question. What classic Black film do you think can be flipped into a horror movie. Like if they decided mm. to reboot it and make it a horror, what classic black film do you think would work? Mm. What classic black film? Mm-hmm. Any, any, any from any genre? Like any genre. And mm. it could be mm. a comedy, anything at all. And you think, I think it could be drama. Um, I, I personally think um, the color purple mm. would make a good like haunted house type of vibe. I could definitely see that. Um, the only person I could see the ghost is Celie. Right. The ghosts don't like uh they don't like Mister. Mm-hmm. It's torturing <laughs> him like his house where the ghost is torturing the husband and she just watching like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew you wasn't shit. So I I could see that. The ghost really wanted the sister. That's why he put her out the house. Oh God. He's trying to save her. <laughs> That's the twist at the end. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> um, what other movie? Um, I could see Harlem Nights mm. because oh, it's... the Pinky Toe Returns. Oh God, no! Nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Return of that Pinky Toe. That is not I'm at back. all. You shot with me Kay's off in the alley, like. <laughs> it could be like it could be like a zombie apocalypse in Harlem Nights, like motherfuckers. That'd be dope, and they trapped in the club. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they still got all that beef and drama at the same time. Word. <laughs> so, that'd be dope. I'm just saying, these are the movies that came. But to you know what that would kind of be like? Remember from Dust Till Dawn? Yeah, which was such a good fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, I gotta put that on our list of movies yeah. to talk about. That movie is so fucking good. Yeah. I gotta put that on right the list. There. The TV show was crap, but the oh, fucking garbage. movie was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it would definitely be like that. All stuck in the club. And instead of vampires, it's zombies. That'd be cool. But I think they would have to have like a different class of zombie. They just can't be mindless. Like this is this is Harlem. <laughs> I mean, it's still zombies. Ain't nothing what it, it, it's still zombies are zombies. Like Okay, so we taking the comedy element out of it. We just making them horror. It's just, it's just horror. Okay. I mean, if you want it to be a horror comedy, whatever, I would I would like Harlem Nights to just be straight horror. Take the comedy out completely. Right. Right. That I would love. I think that would be dope as fuck. Do you have any in mind? Um, just just because I would love to see them probably just get ripped up into pieces. Anything that involved killing Keenan and Kel. No, you want to see Good Burger, but Good Burger isn't really a classic black film. <laughs> okay, that's not if, like the culture. Now that's '90s culture, but that ain't black culture in particular. Right. If I wanted to say it that way, um, I would love to see like a crazy gangster shootout, like with the boys in the hood or the menace to society mm. kids, like going against, just trying to get out of the hood from zombies or some shit like that from a zombie. I could see that or, being like a vampire um like an underworld meets boys yeah. in the hood with the vampires right. and werewolves are fighting right. in the hood and the right the hood they just like, in the nah. crossfire yeah they're just in the crossfire so they just gotta fend for self in this situation yes that would be dope that would be dope i would love to see that shit yes that would be fire or or um god what's that fucking um the movie with the um the the, the black kids in brooklyn crooklyn Ah, uh, the black kids in Brooklyn. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like Crooklyn, that that brownstone that they lived in, I could see. Oh, it's like a haunted. haunted. How? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Especially because her mom haunted. dies, and Word. then that could be. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, yes. I could see that being like a haunted house, creepy ass shit in the walls and floorboards yes. and shit yes, yes. Yeah. all kinds of shit or, or like a, a possession type of shit an exorcist yep. type of shit for yep. brooklyn <gasps> and that little girl was going through it yes and then they have that move <laughs> that song one two three the mm -hmm. devil's after me four five six he's always throwing sticks that's my jam <laughs> seven hallelujah. eight nine hallelujah. he misses every time hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. amen, amen. <laughs> That was a creepy ass song. <laughs> it's, it's high key creepy. And that would work as being like the theme song on the movie. Yes. And <laughs> she's possessed. <laughs> that yes. would be the shit for real. 
If these yeah. movies come out, just know we we Listen, we own you these. Heard it here first, <laughs> you heard it here. Just in case. All right. <laughs> don't steal our idea. If you are gonna use it, drop us yeah. some coin. Well, all right. Let us know something. You know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get right. into um episode four of the pod. We are talking about a new movie that's out called Spell. It's available for a purchase or a rental on Amazon Prime. Um, it stars um, Omar Hardwick. Omari? Omari, Omari. Hardwick. Why did I say Omar? What? I wrote I Omar I too. Wow. Omari Hardwick, Loretta Devine, um, somebody named Lorraine Burroughs. I don't know who that is. I think she's a, a athlete. Oh, that was his wife. Right. She plays the, his wife in the movie, but she's an athlete. Oh, that's why I don't know who she is. I don't know shit about athletes. I think she's a runner or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. She is because uh, her picture next to her on Amazon was of her like running track. Okay. Um, yeah. So the only two people I recognize, Omari Hardwick and Loretta Devine. Everyone else was brand new face to me. Never saw them before. Um, John Bailey's uh, been around. I can't tell you what I've seen him in, but he's been around. Who's that? Uh, he played uh, Lavetta Devon's husband. He was Earl in a movie. Oh, 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 okay. This movie, right off the bat, reminded me of Skeleton Key. It yes, it was did. A hundred percent like Skeleton Key, and yes. it it was like a cross of <clears throat> Skeleton Key and um. Oh, there was another movie. It's never mind. I don't feel like wasting brain power to try and think of it, but <laughs> it definitely felt like the skeleton key with the whole. I thought they were like trying to steal his body, not right. just his life. And I was right. like, especially once he found out that they had been alive since the 1800s, and here we right. are in 2020, and they still alive. I right. was like, hmm, interesting. But um, why don't you go ahead tell me your feelings about the movie first? Go ahead. I thought on 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 initial watch because I watched it twice. So an initial watch, I still think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. It was um, Omar Hardwick. He played a very good part. Omari. Um, no, Omari. I, I, I done got you saying Omar yeah, you now. See, I fucked you, you up. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was, that was, we just go call him Mark for the sake of his character. And his character's name is Mark. You know, he, oh, yeah. He, he, is it? No, it's Marquise. Or some okay. shit like that. It's like Marquise and or something. Marquise, Mark, one of them shit. Well, he his, his character was very believable. I liked his character. Mm-hmm. He he basically came from the bayou, but he moved out. That's not even the bayou. Is that does, is that considered the bayou? Because it's in Virginia. Um, swampland. It's not swampland though. It's just the deep south, um, and it's deep, not even deep. the deep south because it's Virginia. Bayou is is it has to be swampland, and and I always associate bayou with um Louisiana, but. I don't think that's considered the bayou. Well, they, they was past some mountains because he had to fly in. So come to think about it, they was past. He mountains. didn't have to fly in. We are gonna get to that. Okay. Go ahead. Well, he, was on, <laughs> he was on some. He was on his. He was on his. I just moved to the city. Shit, I made some money and and I'm better than where I came from. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically what he, what he was about. Right. And you know, and going back to his hometown, um, he found out just how much that shit meant mm-hmm. back home. You know, that shit didn't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And they reminded him of where he come from and and because he damn sure made sure he he forgot about it, did his best not to teach his family about it. And they all learned the hard way. But mostly I felt like that was because of his trauma, because he shows that he was uh, very horribly physically abused by his father. He still has mm-hmm. actual physical scars to show for it. So I thought that's why he kind of blocked off who he was, because he associated 
his childhood and where he grew up with his abuse and so he just didn't want to even you know what I mean I didn't they called him bougie and uppity which I hate that they even did that but they called him bougie and uppity but I think it wasn't that he thought he was better than it was that he had literally tried to become better than the horrible abuse that he suffered so that he wouldn't then pass that on to his children understandable understandable But <clears throat> nonetheless, he never even, you know, diverged, divulged any of this information to his family. You know, his wife probably knew bits and pieces, not much. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it. So them walking into this new space blind, all they have is a guide is him. And they lose him almost instantly mm-hmm. as soon as they get there. Mm-hmm. Um, the most of this journey that they share together is uh, a gas station stop just before they enter town and the runaway at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't see too much of the family. Everything is pretty much focused around Marquise. Yeah. And Marquise gets some of the most. <laughs> Misery. That was the other movie. Misery. Oh, uh, Kathy Bates. Yes. That was the other movie. Stephen King. The skeleton Kathy Bates. key mixed with misery is what this movie made me feel. Okay. Go on. Okay. So, and then the voodoo element. Mm -hmm. Which is hoodoo. Hoodoo is different from voodoo. Hoodoo, right. Hoodoo, the hoodoo element. Mm -hmm. You know, voodoo, uh, uh, hoodoo dolls, I guess that's what you want to call them, or spiritual They would call them the boogities. The boogities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That represent you. Anything that happens to the doll happens to you, and this is how they would control uh, individuals in the community as well as captives such as himself and his family. Throughout the movie, they were just doing things to just mentally screw with this dude, such as making him think he was eating his own children. He and did. He did eat him. He did, right? He did. Mm-hmm. That boy didn't have no um finger or hand or something like that. Yeah, they chopped his hand off and fed it to him. Right. So <laughs> doing, mm-hmm. you know, psychological things like that, just tormenting this man through the majority of the movie. And yet through the whole thing, reminding him, we're going to remind you of where you come from. You may well, they weren't trying to remind him of where he comes from. It was just happening as he was right. there and it was just like memories would come back to him from his childhood of his father right. like abusing him and it was those memories that helped him kind of defeat them i guess i guess yeah i guess but nonetheless even uh what's her name uh loretta devon mm-hmm. plays a great part in this movie um I, I find her just outstanding as an actor and pretty much everything mm-hmm. even from her part on Grey's anatomy where she's the uh wife of the um the chief of the hospital right. and she has old timers she plays that shit fucking way too well she was great on that show she's great on everything i don't know no no roles that she ever did bad i can't think of any roles of her that i didn't enjoy even when she was surrounded by a lesser actor she still carried the role mm-hmm. she's just a great actor so mm-hmm. she definitely was believable through this whole thing it made me feel like this was something she'd been waiting to do for a long ass time. And <laughs> so she just went in on this role. She, I think she carried herself very well in this role. Even um, John Baisley, Earl, great support for her. Mm-hmm. They, as a husband and wife, they fit that so well. Mm-hmm. And even the big dude that they had in there, I can't think of his, uh, his name offhand. Lewis, his name was Lewis in the movie. I don't know what his right. name is, but in the movie, his um, name was Lewis. Great, great support. Mm-hmm. Great. This was almost uh, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre family mm. with, with a community, literally a community. 
So it would be more like the hills have eyes because that was right. kind of a community. Right. This is some place where nobody comes. There's no, there's no visitors. Mm-hmm. Nobody and if leaves. you remember when they were like talking about where they're going, whenever they'd say they were going to this town, the people at the gas station was like, mm, okay. Right. <laughs> like, Everybody was like, you going oh, out there? Mm, all right. Yeah, here, here, here. Um, I'm, I'll see y'all. Mm-hmm. That's what that turned into. Well, y'all have a good one now. I don't mm-hmm. know why y'all want to go out there, but you have all right. Yeah. I guess this y'all last trip. <laughs> so I saw that Morris Chestnut was one of the producers for this, and I was like, what? Really? <laughs> yes. I was like, what? <laughs> That's weird, but okay. <laughs> that your face was my face when really? I saw it. I was like, Morris Chestnut. Stretching his uh Hollywood muscle there. I guess so. Mm. Growing that resume. Better than him being in it. Because to be honest with you, had he been in it, I wouldn't have wanted to watch. I do not. Uh I've never seen more chestnut in anything and enjoyed it. Um, I'll just leave that there. (laughs) So my (laughs) thoughts. I'm going to just come around and say it. I hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I just, (laughs) I fucking hate it. Um, (laughs) I don't understand why we had to be right up on everyone's face all the time <laughs> every camera shot was in but up the actor's nose all were close-up shots all the time for everything and the camera was shaky as fuck the whole time this is not a found footage movie why right. is the camera so shaky <laughs> it was super annoying to watch like it literally there was literally moments where i had to pause and turn away like what the fuck? Why am I up on Loretta Devine's pores? Why? <laughs> they wanted you to see how sweaty she could get. Like what the fuck? It was so stupid. <laughs> I was I hated it. Then they put every type of country fried stereotype in this shit of country black people. All the sayings, all the get on there now. You see here up in them near hills. Every all that shit was in there. It was like. What in the hell? All black people right. from the South don't act like that. Right. That's that's not real. Especially not Virginia. Virginia is not that Southern Southern. Like Virginia is right there. It's not that far from New York. <laughs> so they're not that deeply with the Southern accents. Yeah, you might come across some people that speak with a Southern a- accent, but it's not like Geechee South. Like, goddamn. That's why they was like that small community. They were a very small community of people, but it wasn't just that small community. They literally were acting like Virginia is like buttfuck nowhere Mississippi. Yeah, they gave it that element. They really did. It was like, if that's what y'all were going to do, then y'all should have just... Storm clouds over the mountain. Right. Y'all should have just put it in like (laughs) Alabama or something like that. If y'all wanted it to feel like it was deep, deep South. I thought that was supposed to be like... Deep, deep, like Virginia was Jim Crow South, but it's it's not the same type of like all South... Everywhere south of the border in, in America is not the same. Right. All those states are different. Right. <laughs> They're not the same. <laughs> and they were just like, well, south. So let's just give them all that country fried shit that we think are stereotypes and just slap it into Virginia. Right. That I hated. Then I also hated the fact that they perpetuated stereotypes of hoodooism being a bad or negative thing. It bothers me because... The origins of hoodoo were from Black slaves piecing together bits of African religious beliefs and spirituality and witchcraft and all that stuff that they learned from their African cultures 
putting it together to make their own spirituality and hiding it from their slave masters. So because that's where it originates, because it originates from slaves, you know, because it comes from black people, it has to be bad. Right. It's not necessarily that. It's just like any other type of spirituality, depending on who is wielding it, depending on who is believing in it, that's what you're going to get. You right. cannot say that every Christian you meet is a good Christian. That's a big fact. And big, if you look over fact. the over history, they have plenty there are plenty of bodies. Whole bunch of blood has been spilled in the name of Catholicism and Christianity. So if you looked at it from that lens only, you would think, "Oh, Christianity is trash. It's evil. It's bad." Right. And that's the frame that they put uh, this hoodoo belief system in. And it really bothers me because it just perpetuates those stereotypes as if anyone who believes it or follows it is doing all of these horrible things to try and trick people and, you know, steal people's life force and all type of shit like that. And that irritated the fuck out of me. Right. Okay. I see where you're going. I see where you're coming from. But you see know, that's, you that. that's me. <laughs> that's see, just me. See, I didn't even, I didn't know. I don't know the uh history on like hoodoo and voodoo no so i just looked at it as no matter how they was you know portraying it this was a horror film so depending on who was using it again like you said depending on who was using it and how they was using it was going to be depicted on you know whether it's good and i feel you you're absolutely right no matter what but they never ever do this with christianity Oh, Never, yes, they do. ever. If Christianity is in a horror movie, it's in the movie as the savior. It's trying to stop the evil. It's never, ever the evil itself. And that's what bothered me. They did not have to do that with this movie. They could have just been some evil people that was like, I don't know, cannibals. Like you said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Hills Have Out. They could have just been out there killing people to kill people. Right. I would love to see a movie about black people that's just massacring people. They don't give a fuck. It don't have to be about the religious beliefs of those black people causing them to act like that. That would be a different movie if we could get like what was that movie? Uh, the Devil's Rejects. That sounds familiar. The re- uh, that that movie's ridiculous. Like we could get a Devil's Rejects with three crazy ass black, uh, crazy black uh, 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 characters. And and imagine they only killing white people. Make it that. Make it like we sick of the, 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 the whiteness. We're sick of racism. So every white person that comes into this town, you getting sliced and diced. And we're going to welcome you with open arms at first. We're going to make you feel comfortable. Yep. Imagine. That would be mm. a different type of vibe. But it's like, oh, this thing that was created by black slaves, we got to make it evil and put it in the movie. And it's an evil thing that's happening. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not going to claim to know everything about hoodooism. I don't. I know very, very little. I know very basic information. But what I do know is that it wasn't created specifically to do evil. Right, right. Like, come on. You have Black slaves who are away from their own culture. You have people from all these different countries in Africa now thrown together, trying to piece together a culture and hide it from their master because they've been told that they are not allowed to have that culture. Right. I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, they did... And they're in a in 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 a horrors morbid kind of way, try to show the healing abilities of what hoodooism can you know Did what they? the belief is you know when they tried to give somebody sight or they but was it was horrific somebody, uh, you saw what uh, they uh, did with them goat yeah, eyes that shit was horrific yeah that was that was all kinds of crazy 
that was definitely all kinds of crazy. But uh, there's that's to show that there is a healing factor. It does their version of it is, is kind of warped because of the way they're going at it. They're stealing people's life, mm-hmm. you know. So the way they're going about it is probably got some, you know, some warped bullshit mm-hmm. with it. So, but for the most part, you know, again, like I looked at it as, you know, this is a horror film. So there's plenty of things in this particular this is one of those things that's spoken about in very few circles so not a lot of people know about it so when they do hear about it it's scary Mm -hmm. and i get it i get what you're saying a hundred percent i just feel like it's tired because this isn't the first time we it's it's a trope at this point right you know what i mean if they could have done almost any there's so many ideas they could have had so many things they could have done but they chose to do this and i'm just like i'm tired of this like already (laughs) Like I'm tired. I can, I can understand it. Like, I, can I feel like the it. best I've ever seen it done was the skeleton key, and I'm no longer interested in it beyond that. Best line in that movie when he was like, "Why couldn't be a black girl?" And he, no, she asked, "Why can't be a black girl?" He was like, "You know the black ones never stay." No, that's right. Get the fuck up out of dodge. Get the fuck up out of dodge. So I wanted to understand. So they have a plane that they use as a car. They go on yeah. road trips with the plane. Yeah. I was like, I don't know that it is possible for those small personal planes to fly. Because I assume they were living in L.A. Right. You flew from L.A. to Virginia in that small four-person plane? Apparently. Is that a thing those planes can do? Um, I know you'd have to make a couple of stops to fuel. And that's another thing. They stopped and put regular car fuel in the plane. Those planes really? don't use car fuel. Where they no, those things have um like there's like a diesel thing. I'm not sure how that works, but it uses I looked this up specifically because I wanted to know. Uh Uh-huh. And the plane, even a small personal private plane, does not use car fuel. It uses aviation fuel. Oh. And they stopped at a regular schmegular gas station in the middle of nowhere, Virginia, and were like, hey, diesel, and started pumping that shit into the plane. That don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> they got they got the knockoff joint. <laughs> like what? They got the knockoff. That shit. I, mm, <laughs> they got the you? moped of planes. Okay, I guess they do. They got the Vespa, <laughs> the Vespa of planes. I don't know. Um, why don't you tell me what you liked about this movie? Because you liked it. Um, one I love. I loved. Uh, like I said, I loved uh, Loretta Devon's character. She was just incredibly energetic. She just was all around just scary as shit. I ain't even gonna front. Like the way mm-hmm. she was going at it, anybody who smiled this much, even when they they mad at you. Mm-hmm. And she has this dead eye stare that she pretty much does in a lot of her movies. But in this one, she really utilized it. It's like this dead eye stare where she just look at you and it's like almost looking through you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she was definitely good with that. And and again, like I said, um, the dude who played Earl, anytime, anything she wanted, he was in 100% support of. <laughs> when she was doing stuff to the people and he was like making the girl talk and she would be like, now talk. He was like, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Everything she said, he would repeat. She'd be yeah. like, now tell us what you see. He said, tell us what you see. Yeah. Everything she said, he repeated. I was like, goodness gracious, Earl, do you have a thought of your own? 100% support. <laughs> He this had his woman's bank. Word. He is a partner. 
Shit. For real. So, um, um, speaking of eyes, though, the doll's moving eyes. <laughs> I know they wanted that to be creepy. It was not. It was just it weird and gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ew, why are the eyes like that? And the doll looks scared and worried the whole yes. time. <laughs> the doll looked yes. terrified. All of them did. Yes. <laughs> all of them did. They was hideously f- frightened. Like, all of them was hideously frightened. Yes, <laughs> I was like, okay, so this thing's supposed to be it, it is supposed to be like a voodoo doll. Um, right. but they called it the bookity, right. and <laughs> she's like, <laughs> um, anything good to happen to the doll, good it will happen to you, anything bad to happen to the doll it will happen to you, whatever. I'm like, okay, so she just put the doll in the window. How is any good supposed to happen to the doll if it's just sitting in the window? I don't understand. Well, she said. He gonna sit here and make sure you don't go nowhere. <laughs> but he didn't. The doll looked terrified. Every time he was sneaking around, the doll looked like, get on out, please. Sorry. Yes. Like the doll looks so scared. Yes. <laughs> like, you don't understand me yet. But in a minute, first of all, that gross shit in his foot. CJ. That he took out and put it back. Was a nail. That was a railroad nail. That's right. some shit that it was like trains. It was like a good nine inches long. And he pulled it out of the heel of his foot. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me all this time he he was walking on that? Yeah. And my thing was, he had to pull that out of bone. Because your heel ain't was so thick. That shit was in the bone as well. And he put it back. He and took it out and put it, it back. Because she said she was going to chop the foot off. And so he put would rather have the nail than no foot. Put the bitch back. Look, there's a lot of things I will do for freedom. I think I'd have been captive for a little longer than he was. I honestly, though, did you think his family was dead? Um, No, no. I thought they just had them separated the same way they did him. They just, you know, separated them, divide and conquer. They was in a plane crash. Pretty sure all of them, if not unconscious, was disoriented at the time, so... They just probably just got snatched out of the wreckage and you take one to your house, you take one to your house, you take one to your house and we'll meet up at the church later. I thought, I didn't know what to think. I kept wondering, I thought maybe his family was somewhere else. I didn't think that they had his family at all uh, at first. And then I started thinking, oh, she probably already killed his family. And he's just trying to get out now on his own. He he hasn't accepted it, especially when he we realized that he was eating his son's hand. Right. I thought they at that point, I thought they had at least died in the um, plane crash. And these people was cannibals. See, I didn't I didn't think that I thought that um I thought they had maybe survived and that whatever spell she was putting on him, she had already done with the family members. And now he was the last surviving one. Right. That's what I thought had happened. I thought that she had maybe used the family members to help heal those other people she was healing and whatever the case. I didn't think that anything of them survived. I thought those people were gone. And when I, when we realized, or when he realizes that and he was grubbing, boy, he was like, this is so good, Miss this is delicious. Yeah. Eating that shit up. Then yeah. she's throwing the bones and blah, blah, blah. And you got to look at the bones and blah, blah, blah. And all you got to, and this is going to tell you when you're going to, it's the blood moon and that thing going to be all right. And then he looks at the bones and puts them together and realizes it's his son's hand because his son uh-huh. had that weird finger. Yeah. And I was like, 
so he ate it. I didn't even think at first that he ate the son's hand. It wasn't until he threw up and you saw the son's tattoo, like the skin. And I was Ew. like, so he didn't see that when he was eating. Yeah. He was he just grubbed that shit down and didn't see that that didn't was skin that. with a number on it. Didn't peep none of that. He was grubbing. <laughs> this so good, Miss Deloise. <laughs> 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 it's so good. He was like, "It's so good. It's delicious. I have some more." <laughs> God damn, bro. Yeah, yeah. He had to. He had to keep pretending that he ain't take that nail out of his foot. That was no, before. This was before. Yeah, that was before. <laughs> that was before he took that nail out. Because after he took that nail out, he and him. He that's he took the nail out after he ate his son. Because I think at that point he was like, "Okay, they are planning to kill me." Right. Like I am not going to survive this. Right. Unless I'm I get going the to fuck be out of here. In moments. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm they fattening me up mm-hmm. on my own family. Right. I don't know if he knew what they were doing exactly until he went out and realized they were putting a spell on him. Yeah. But I don't know if he thought they were going to eat him or not. But he definitely knew like he wasn't gonna live if he didn't get the fuck up out of it. But now, I think he knew it was real when she came when that cop came and he tried to scream out the window and she mm-hmm. came upstairs and put the pressure on that doll and the pressure was on him. Mm-hmm. Snatched the tongue out and he ain't had no voice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because just like in the skeleton key where they were like, you have to believe it for it to be real. Right. right? And so once he started believing it, then it really was in fact impacting him because he had to believe it in order for him to do the same. He was trying to because once he started like, oh, I'm gonna put my own spell on them, too. He had to believe it. And so once he started believing it, it was easy for her to control him with the doll. It took nothing. That's right. all she had to wait for was for him to finally believe it. But yeah, that that hand scene was just gross. Like him throwing up and seeing the sun's skin. I was like, oh. And his foot was all swollen up and he's and pulling the nail out and the pus at the end of the day. And of course, the close-up was we were right up on the fucking nail the whole time. I was well, like, who, who, the director was doing too much. Okay. Uh, what's his <laughs> name? What's that man named? Morris Chestnut? He did too much. Okay? <laughs> I don't know how much of a say so he had and shit, but he was doing too much. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> it was too much. Like, don't closer, it was too much. You didn't feel like that? Um, not really. Really? Not till you said it, you? actually. Not till you said it, actually. Like, if you try to go back and watch it again, you're going to realize we are up in everyone's face all the time. We're right. on top I mean, of when, everything. We don't get a chance. Like, the, for the first part of I the I did movie, make the mention when I was watching. I was like, damn, they really want you to know how hot it is up there. Because all of them look like Vaseline. Like, Well, it's they in the South. It's pretty greasy. It can be hot, you know, yeah, depending so on where you are like, the time of year. Yeah, you know, if it's summertime, midsummer, and anywhere in the south, you finna burn the fuck up. It just right, everybody was gleaming on mm-hmm. all the different parts of their face. So I was mm-hmm. like, damn, they really, it's really hot up there. Like I didn't even yeah. think about it. Like damn, they all in his face. I was like, damn, they're hot. That didn't even. <laughs> see, I don't mind the sweaty. It was just why am I up on their face? Like the, for the first part of the movie, when we are just meeting Omari Hardwick and his wife and his kids. There was a point where I was like, I don't even know what these characters look like because we're so close to their face that I can't see any any of their features. So I, I couldn't you. even point them out in any other part of the movie because we're so close to their fucking face. I yeah. It was too much. And I still like I still can't get over them using a plane like a car to just go on like a road trip. That shit is weird. I've never heard of no shit. Is that what rich people do? Like I, I know they use PJs like private jets, but to have like a, a miniature plane 
that you just fly and put on some music and just be cruising. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. People in Alaska do it a lot. Alaska's different because it's not really driving terrain. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not easy to drive from place to place in Alaska. I guess that's why you would live up there because you're just flying. You want to fly everywhere. I, I guess it's weird. Like there's places that they use boats to get around. Like I'm, I'm just go hop in the plane and go to the supermarket real quick. Like that's a common phrase in the house. Like that's okay to say. I I'm going to just go pull the plane up because you can't park there right now. Speaking of Alaska, in Alaska, there's an entire town inside of one building in Alaska. Wow. And it's like a it's like an apartment building. And it's all the apartments, there's supermarket, everything at the bottom. So people never have to actually go outdoors. Everything is inside of a building. Wow. It's really cool. Anyway, um, we just finding places that inhabit. (laughs) Listen, I love researching shit like that. Um, I didn't understand how in the end, I didn't enjoy the ending. How did you feel about the ending? Um, uh, yeah, it could have been better. I felt like the ending was super rushed. Yeah. And I didn't understand how he had time to go kill the sheriff, then come back, exact his plan before all of the townspeople came back with their pitchforks and like torches. (laughs) He did a lot of shit. It, it shit that would take hours to do. He did it like that. And the townspeople just seemed to disappear until it was convenient for them to be back in the movie. Uh, one of those mysteries of movies. No, one of those, this movie was poorly written. Um, it <laughs> was not good. That didn't make the, this, how did you feel about the ending? What bothered you about the ending? Um, for one, uh, uh, the, the, the way that they, they, they let Loretta die. I thought that was, uh, you know, I thought she could have went out. Yeah, she did, right? We don't know because her boogity is still somewhere fine. Right. It was, matter of fact, it was in that box, wasn't it? Or no. Didn't he throw it back out. He never found her boogity. He had yeah. all the townspeople's boogity, and her, her husband and 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 Lewis's boogity boogity boogity. Lewis's boogity. He died because he drowned him. Right. But he didn't have um Eloise's boogity. Mm. Okay. So. Who knows? Remember at the end, we see her boogity on the floor somewhere. Right. And it's eyes open. And they give you that that crazy laugh for the song. Mm -hmm. Right. So I thought that could have been better. Um, Even the big, I thought Lewis shouldn't, I thought he should have wreaked more havoc than he did. Mm -hmm. Lewis should have got a chance to get get really off the chain and fuck some shit up. But none of that happened. and I thought the townspeople should have played more of a part. Like, this is somebody who's been keeping y'all alive for hundreds of years. Right. Y'all should have played more of a part. All they did was point. They literally stood outside the barn and watched him murder her. Word. They just stood out there. I was like, so they just going to stand outside the barn and watch? Ain't nobody going to so, help her? At that point, I couldn't tell whether or not they were willful participants or, or prisoners themselves. I wondered that, too. I wondered how much of that was them being imprisoned by her or how much of that was they were like a part of it. I didn't understand. And and when when um Omari's character, like when they're about to kill him and he hops up off the like table that they're about to slice him up on. Right. And this is in front of the whole congregation. The whole congregation is there watching. And the, all the con when he grabs the knife, the whole congregation runs out of the barn. And Where then they going? never come back. Loretta runs out. Everybody runs out of the Where barn. And he's going? just in the barn with his family, just chit-chatting and hugging. Right. Why they leave? 
It, like they, it was way more. It was too. He couldn't have stabbed all of you. I don't understand why they couldn't just overpower him. Right. I was like, oh, he got muscles from the city. He didn't get his muscles out <laughs> muscles here. Muscles from the city. His muscles is different. <laughs> Lewis, if Lewis really can't do it, <laughs> if Lewis, his muscles different because if Lewis can't do it, we ain't got no chance, y'all. I'm saying, but that's the thing. Lewis wasn't even there. She had to call for Lewis to come. Right. And it took him so long. Like he literally had time to go, go to the sheriff, kill the sheriff. He came back covered in the sheriff's blood where his family was. I don't know. He told them to go hide. Who knows where they hid? They were just out in the bush. Who the fuck knows? But you see, Lewis wasn't running nowhere. He was just taking big steps, big, angry steps. He didn't run. He was just taking big, angry steps till he got there. You're right. But <laughs> even with him just taking steps and not running, the house was directly next to the barn. And he lived right. in the house. He had to get off the porch. Like you it don't make sense. You gotta calculate them big angry steps. You just, <laughs> you just can't step up off the porch. You you break an ankle. <laughs> I mean, it big just angry does steps not, like that. It just does not make sense. And I was wondering, like, when he threw up the water, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because I didn't yeah, realize he that the, he had um, threw his boogity in the water. In the water, yeah. And so I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" And then when they had to at the end do the flashback to show him mixing up the spells mm -hmm. so that it wouldn't affect him, I was like, "Why didn't they just show him doing that when he did it?" They showed right. him doing everything else, but cut that one part out. Right. Why? They wanted to save it. They want that. That was going to be the his heroic twist. Like, yeah, gotcha, bitch. Why though? I get what the purpose was. I get what they was. I'm sorry. I just made mad noise because I dropped shit. And now my neighbors are coming in. <laughs> <making that noise>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I get the point. But my thing is, if you want that to be a surprise, let everything else be a surprise too, or nothing be a surprise. I mean, like it did not make sense because they showed us him making a boogity of Miss Eloise. They showed us him hiding the boogity. They showed us him walking around and reading about the spells. They showed us him finding the cell phone. They showed him finding all the boogities and collecting them. They showed everything but the moment where he switches the spell that puts him to sleep and the spell that wakes him up. Right. What was the point? Uh, that was the, because she, I guess that was the, her little superpower real quick. She run up on you, one put you up, one put, one you, put down. you down. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't get it, but sure, why not? I don't know. This movie, I just, I don't know. I, <laughs> do you have anything else to say about it? <laughs> um, nah. Not okay, really. well, on a scale of, of one to five creepy dolls with weird eyes, following you wherever you go <laughs> what do you give this movie i would give this movie a solid three okay okay i would give it a one <laughs> and i wish i could give it a zero i hate this movie i will never ever watch this movie again and i will never recommend it to anyone i hate well, it if that's between the both of us this movie gets into <laughs> Would you recommend it to anyone though? Um, I already have. Like, I there was people I looked, you know, that I know personally, and I was like, "This movie right up your alley. You'll 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 like this." Okay, see, that's different because you like you know they into that type of shit, so you're yeah. like, "Yeah, this might be your your vibe. You might like yeah. it." But I like when we when we talked about um, Black Box. I anybody I can tell to watch that movie, I'm like, watch Black Box. That yeah. shit is good. Yeah. 
This movie, I, if somebody asks me, should I watch it? I'm like, listen, I'm not going to tell you what you should do with yourself. You I don't like that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> That's just not my business when it comes to your life. Exactly. You know, it's none of my business. You do what you want to do, you grown. But that shit's trash. Big trash. Just do what you got to do, brother. And to Make be sure honest you with you, you I should have known because I don't think I've ever seen Omari Hardwick in anything that I enjoyed either. Really? Same way I feel about Morris Chestnut. I feel about you Amari like Power. I don't like Power. I hate wow. that show. Worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Everyone, no oh, one in that show can act. The acting is very. Extra. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the writing, big trash. Every time Omari Hardwick speaks Spanish, my ears hurt. <laughs> every time the sex scenes i've never seen such terribly choreographed sex scenes in my life <laughs> i hate that show <laughs> i fucking hate it i watched half of the first season and never went back i couldn't do wow. it it was so bad wow so bad Mm-mm, not for me well i thought power was okay <laughs> Not whispering. I thought power was alright. You know. Yeah, I'm saying? just whisper that. I'm just saying that in the background. I thought power was alright. It, it was okay. Y'all. I'm good on power. I just I don't enjoy anything Amari Hart, including his music and poetry. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I don't like anything he does. <laughs> He's just really attractive, and even that's like mediocre attractiveness. Like there's way finer men than him. Like, I'm sorry. Damn, like, you like, just can't be sexy enough. Like, he not. He all right. Bullshit. He all right. You that's know what I'm bullshit. saying? Yeah, right. he got a bit of a cornball vibe to me. Like, he just, he all right. He's like Shamar Moore, where Shamar Moore is fine, but he's hella corny. So it's hard for him to be like fully hot because he's corny as fuck. I'm good. I'm dead. I'm good on all of it. You know, that's just my feelings. These are all my opinions, my personal opinions. You may not agree. You know what I'm saying? Listen, it happens. It happens. It's all good. You're not allowed to agree with everything. I don't know about allowed. You're not, you don't, you're not forced to. (laughs) You're not obliged. You don't have to. It's fine. You don't have to agree with nothing I say. And I know my opinions are strong. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It's fine. It I don't like any of this movie. Of I don't care for Mari Hardwick and I don't care for anything that he puts out into the world. Um, but that's my own opinion. Well, there you've heard it. <laughs> Kathleen has spoken. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> Anywho, um, we've come to the end of the pod. Uh, I hope you had a good time. I know that you had a great time. I sure did. Um, Too much us- real. <laughs> hit us up on social media at loud it pod l-o-u-d-i-t-t-p-o-d on instagram and twitter let us know your answer to today's quick question what classic black film do you think can be flipped into a horror movie any classic black film that you like tell us which one um you can follow me at uh, Kathleen underscore Natea. That's Kathleen underscore N-A-Y-T-I-A on Instagram, Twitter. You can follow my brother, Nino the Kid, uh, Facebook and Instagram at N-E-E-N-O underscore D-A-K-Y-D-D. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 
he don't know his own social media because he don't know that underscore is in there but it is (laughs) there that is that uh what'd you say i said all righty then (laughs) go and look at every time i post anything and i i at you on it you will see that there's an underscore in your name and you click on it and it goes to your page i got you (laughs) so uh yeah follow us talk to us chat us (laughs) up and you know don't be scared because this is our new slogan (laughs) don't be scared (laughs) to to get get loud loud in the theater theater. um it is your birthright okay right sometimes the people on the screen don't know what they're doing and they need your help they need your advice yes they might not listen but hey you try exactly and that's what really matters that's it most of all (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh we'll see you guys next time uh hope you come back because we'll be back so bye peace out